Boom Blast. And we are live. Barely. I'm, I'm not doing well today, Q. I'm not going to lie to you. And you know what? I think the Raptors would have been even more sick than I am right now if they had lost that game in Orlando. Most definitely. But huge win for the Toronto Raptors. Thank you, T. Ross. Thank you, T. Ross, for bricking a trailer load of shots, T. Ross. Kept us uh, in the game. But this is the Wrap It Up podcast. My name is Sheldon Alexander. And of course, if you're tuning into this and you know Danny Green just hit a buzzer beater, essentially. We'll give yeah, him a buzzer, yeah, beater, buzzer beater, right? 93-91. The Raptors win in Orlando. This was a pretty ugly game, wasn't it? My name is Sheldon Alexander. I'm here with Q. Q, what's going on, man? What's How going you on, doing? Man? We're good, man. Um, I'll try to, like, if I have to cough or sneeze, I'll <laughs> angle it this way so that it's not, like, directly, you know? Appreciate it. Appreciate yes, it. no problem. Um, but, yes, this is the Wrap It Up podcast. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Shouts out to the people on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. Send in your questions, your thoughts. When you're going to buy your Danny Green jerseys, let us know. People on Twitter, shouts to you as well. Like and subscribe or like and retweet is what I meant to say. Yep. Bear with me here. I'm sick today, so I'm, I'm battling through. But if you are watching this on Instagram or on Twitter, send us your comments, send us your concerns, send us anything you like. We will read your comments and take your questions throughout this entire post-game show as your Toronto Raptors improve to 14-4 and on the season. An NBA best still, 14-4. 93-91 win, thanks in part to game winner by Danny Green. Danny Green. Let's start there, obviously, right? Now, you got Kawhi Leonard. You got Kyle Lowry who's inbounding the ball. Yep. Surge hit some big shots. Resurgence. Pascal little spiciness i don't know where danny green falls in that (laughs) in that order of who you thought was getting the ball in that situation but what did you make of that play call at the last play of the game there for toronto raptors a game-winning play um i like the call i mean he said it himself in the post game he's obviously not the first option so Mm -hmm. you know you got to make sure Kawhi doesn't kill you yeah right yeah you got to make sure that you know, uh, Kyle inbounding the ball doesn't ret- get the ball back for his quick for a quick shot. Yeah. He's known to be a you know they hit those, hit those buzzer beaters. Yeah, you're only you're only it's tie game. You can't even give up a layup, so you can't get it to Serge or like Serge or uh, yeah. Siakam get. Mm-hmm. And here comes Danny Green. I want to know, and I'm guessing it'll come out in the post game. But if you look back at that final play before Lowry inbounds it, he turns to the bench and says something to Nick Nurse. Who knows what? Yeah, yeah. And Danny Green says in the post game, he said he told Kyle, hey, they're going to overplay me. I'm going to try to get the layup. Like, so that was clearly an option that yeah. they had discussed just prior to that in the, in the timeout, right? So this Raptors team, I got to give them credit because the easy play was just going to be to call a play, set a couple picks for Kyle or for Kawhi. But to have the confidence to give the ball to Danny Green in that moment, and not for Danny Green's known as a three-point shooter, yeah, right. But to not give him the ball, basically in his office, let's say, and to trust him with that, that's massive to me. And especially right after, as he acknowledged, he messed up on that defensive play just before, let yeah. Fournier blow by him for a dunk. This Raptors team, like this, was just an interesting win for me. And I said this to you around 
when when Orlando really was making that run in the third quarter. Right. This is a game that the old Raptors lose. Like the Raptors were familiar with. Yeah. The Raptors that you know seeing T. Ross and <laughs> thinking of the Raptors teams of T. Ross and Demar being their their perimeter guys. Right. The Raptors lose this game. Maybe what? seven times out of 10 yeah. in the history, but to watch them just grind this out, because this was an ugly game. Yeah. I don't think Kawhi played that well either. Kyle still kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he, this he was, was questionable a, before the game. So A grind out win for the Raps, but to you, like who kind of stood out other, I mean, is it just Danny Green? Danny Green had a big fourth quarter. Is that who stuck out to you the most? Um, or is there someone else? Because Danny Green had eight points in the fourth quarter, and we talk about it all the time. Danny Green's not always going to be how many points he scores. Right. It's about when he's hitting the shots, right? Because exactly. it always seems to be... And then all the other little things that happen during the game. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it always seems to be like he's starting a run or ending a run or ending like the other team's run right, or, right. or like hitting a, a, a nice starter for the Raps. But he was struggling in this game. But eight points in the fourth quarter, Danny Green... This Raptors team finding different ways to win against. Uh, don't underestimate the Orlando Magic, and yeah, I think that's what a lot Orlando's, of people did. Yeah, Orlando's played great the last, you know, the last couple of games. Mm-hmm. So this was this was you know especially first game of I believe it's a back to back. First game of back to back for the Raps. Yeah, you know there's questions as to whether Kawhi was even whether he's going to play today or whether he's going to not play tomorrow or how that was going to work out. Yeah, Kyle comes in again questionable after his the, ankle in the last the game. game. Yeah. So this was this was one of those games where it's again like you said the old Raptors mm-hmm. might blow this game. Yeah. But you know they it's the new Raptors so they they, <laughs> they fought they fought through. This was a super ugly game and it was yeah. one of those games too that followed what game was it where the Raps were also up and then the oh the the uh Dwayne Casey game against yeah. the Pistons yeah. right where the Raptors were up big in this game. They were up huge right after one they led by 12 points after one closed out that quarter on a 22 to 10 run. Then they were up at halftime. They were up 10 still. But at one point, they led by, I want to say, 18 at one point the Raptors led by. I think someone in the chat will correct me and tell me that I'm wrong. But they led by so much in this game. And then they just kind of, it looked like they, I don't know if they let their foot off the gas. I don't know what it was. But Orlando just kept coming back and hitting shots. And it was different guys stepping up. Orlando seems to be a team that has pieces. It's just a matter of getting them to fit together or maybe, like, yeah. adding or subtracting one of these guys that don't yeah. really fit. Like, I mean, it's the NBA, right? So they have those they Like, Aaron Gordon, you know, good player. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vucevic, good player. Yep, he gets busy. Fournier, good player. But they're all of those guys, to me, are, like, second, third option guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lack the, you know, games on the line. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go get that either big no, stop sure. or hit that big shot. Now for Evan sure. Fournier tied up the game, mm-hmm. beautiful move, but the consistency, yeah. right? Like one game he'll have 25, the next game he'll have eight. And even still in those situations, who are you going to, right? right. Whereas I know the Raptors were, were talking about this as the Raptors went to Danny Green on the final play of the game, but if you go to what was happening down the stretch, it was Kyle Lowry creating plays and finding Serge Ibaka. Right. It's a pretty funny moment because the first shot that Serge took, like in crunch time, Serge Ibaka right. with another solid game. Tonight for the Toronto Raptors, he had 14 points, nine rebounds for the Raps, four assists. Yeah. Solid game for Serge. But the funny thing was, in crunch time, Serge got the ball, and Danny Green was open on the swing, and I'm yelling, Serge, swing, swing, swing. And he shoots it, and it goes in. And I just looked at you, and I'm like, 
I got to just stop yeah. getting mad at Surge for shooting. Yeah. And then the next time down, what happened? Kyle to Surge? Yep. In rhythm? I was expecting it to go <laughs> in. <laughs> like, how messed up is that? Yeah. Surge is doing it. Like, it's consistent right now with Serge Ibaka to the point where someone brought up the rumor. Uh, it was one of those online rumors, right, about right. Uh, how the Wizards are imploding. So okay. someone put out their, you know, potential trade packages. And one of the trades that was thrown out was... OG, Surge, and a number one for Bradley Beal. And automatically, my initial instinct was, no, we can't give up Surge. Not and I'm now. like, where did this, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. a difference a year makes, right? Where my initial thought was, I had to, like, take a step back and be like, well, this is, like, 18 games of Surge being amazing. Yeah. And But the reality is, is this legit? You're you hesitating. Know what, you know what? I, you know, huh. You're hesitating. You know, I think so. And I think... You know, he's playing the center position. Mm -hmm. So, again, he's the quickest, most likely he's the quickest guy in that matchup. He has a matchup. Right? He can play outside. Mm -hmm. He can do his thing inside. He does his thing defensively. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing is that, you know, last year he was the only power. Like, Siakam was coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was still the only power forward. So, he was playing big minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This year, there's not really... Like he's not—he doesn't have to be the third guy. Yeah. Like that third scoring option, and, and have those big games. It's if still, he's having a bad game. Yeah. Okay, Valanciunas picks it up. Mm -hmm. It's still almost like gravy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're 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 becoming used to his production, but it's still not necessary, right. so to speak, on a night-to-night -night basis because they have so many other versatile pieces, and he's affecting the game in different ways. Yeah. He's rebounding consistently. Yeah, he's back under the basket where he's effective. Yeah, he's blocking shots, and even if he's not blocking shots, he's still a presence yeah, under the basket, altering, which is a thing. shots, which, you know, we've, we haven't had that. Yeah. Right? We thought he was going to be that when he came over, but yeah. he, he was still that same, I won't say old surge, the middle mm -hmm. surge where he, he tried to be a, a stretch forward, that three-point shooter, and he wasn't, the rest of his <laughs> game kind of disappeared. The yeah. shot blocking, the rebounding, but he's gone back to that. Mm -hmm. The other thing, too, with Surge to me is just the, the mindset. When you're watching him on the offensive end, you would see parts where he gets the ball at the elbow and he'll up fake and dribble in to get a closer shot, to shoot right. it in the paint. Whereas before, forget about elbow jumpers. He was settling for the long twos, yep. right? He was just settling, and that was his automatic instinct. Whereas this has to be mindset from the coaching staff and buy-in from Surge at right. the same time that, listen, in the paint, you can dominate and put in gangster work every single night when you're just shooting layups, right? And I feel like when it's in the flow of the offense, meaning him and Kyle, the two-man game is going, that's kind of teetered off a little bit, like just a consistency of having both JV and Surge going at the same time. Right. But you still saw it tonight where Surge... He's in the paint, and he's making all these shots. And then that just makes him, it appears anyways, that it makes him that much more confident when he's shooting his jumper. Right. It's, Serge Ibaka, it's crazy to watch. But another thing I want to big up, too, is the fact that the bench. Now, I know you look at the numbers, and the numbers aren't really going to stand out to you. You know, anyone's numbers off the bench. In this Anyone's like, numbers in the game, really. I mean, what true. was it? The, yeah, what was true. the leading score, 18? Kawhi, Kawhi had 18. 18. Yeah. So, you know, it was a team effort, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but in the bench, 
gave the Raptors solid minutes, and they were the ones that extended that big lead yeah. in the second quarter, right? And then it was the starters that kind of squandered it and then gave up the lead in right. the third quarter. But the And then the bench kind of in, in the second stint of the bench, meaning the second half of the third quarter and the fourth, yeah. the bench maintained. The bench did a really good job of playing defense and keeping the Raps, like, keeping the game close, right? Yeah. DeLon, and, DeLon hit some, some big shots. For sure. And the thing we got to give credit to is Lorenzo Brown. Lorenzo Brown, I know he had eight points. I think they were all in the first half. But he was, the second time around, he becomes a threat because he hit those two early threes. And we talked about the Bulls game. And a lot of people write off the Bulls game thinking that it doesn't mean anything. And it's just the Bulls. And it's a 30-point blowout. And who cares? But what happened in that game? Guys like Lorenzo Brown, Malachi Richardson, they played like the whole fourth quarter. Uh Lorenzo Brown had 10 points in that game, I'm pretty sure. And so what does what happens then? He gains a little more confidence. Yes, confidence. Right? I mean, and then I mean, we, see him tonight. I, I think as fans, we see the Bulls, we see the record, we mm-hmm. see, you know, and we go, ah, this is this is a college team. Yeah. But you got to realize that at that end of the bench, Malachi and Lorenzo Brown, that's who they're going to be playing against. Yeah. So when you when when you see that they are 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 succeed, succeeding in, in that matchup. Mm-hmm. It just it's it's extra depth. Yeah, extra depth. Because we forget sometimes, right? Because especially in this era where we crush people, it's so easy for everyone to crush someone on social media, right? right. And say like, "Oh, John Wall sucks" or something. Like, right. Obviously, John Wall's a really really good player. So I say that to say this: these guys that have put in work in nine oh five, it's the NBA. All these guys mm-hmm. can play. It then becomes a matter of confidence and your mentality. So having those guys get those minutes. And do so well. And then in a game like this, when you need them, yeah. because you needed to play that extra wing guy and it ended up being Lorenzo Brown, right. he gives you solid minutes. He knocks down those early threes. And then now in the second half when he's playing, hey, Orlando can't sag off of him. Exactly. He's confident to take that shot. And that matters because it's buying you minutes because you know you need to get Lowry some rest. Exactly. You know you need to get Kawhi some rest. And I think that, and I think that's the thing, right? So you said, you know, Chicago and then, you know, I mean, Orlando's a you know, an improved team, but it's still Orlando. Yeah. And then tomorrow. So when you, yeah, tomorrow's at Atlanta. The Hawks. Right, so when you see that Lorenzo Brown can come into those games, not only does it give him confidence, but I think it gives Nick Nurse confidence to yeah. be like, okay, maybe Kyle needs a break today. Yeah, yeah, You know, maybe yeah. Van Fleet can't play, doesn't play mm-hmm. as much minutes. For we, sure. We can, we can buy these guys minutes with Lorenzo Brown, mm-hmm. which keeps them fresh for when we really need them. And, and as you say, it, it also gives the other guys on the team confidence in those guys when they're playing, right? right? Kyle, the confidence is, hey, I'm going to swing the ball to Lorenzo in the corner, open for a three, right? And I know people are still ragging on Freddie, thinking that, you know, Freddie's numbers aren't there. But I think the big thing with Fred Van Fleet, and even if you go back to last year, because I, I said this last year, it's not like his numbers are what made him be a finalist for six man of the year, yeah. right? It was a command of the game, right? The way that he was controlling tempo and giving the team a spark. And I think he did that tonight in this game. Him and DeLon played so much better, I thought, just in terms of controlling the game, getting people shots. Were the shots always falling? No, yeah. but make or miss league sometimes. You're going to miss shots. It's not a big deal. Right. I thought the bench played a really big part in this game of just, you know, containing the magic getting them getting the raptors out to that big lead as mentioned but also in the second half again solid defensive stops and i'm going to give credit to nick nurse i want to get your take on just what nick nurse has done so far this season but 
you know, we're seeing little things like how many coaches drop a play or have that final play go to Danny Green? Right. How many coaches figure out, okay, well, my bench mob is kind of struggling. So what does he do? I'm going to shift my rotation a little bit, have Pascal play a lot more minutes with the bench mob, right. like last year, okay. have that cook. And then he had that, rot- when the Raptors made that run in the first half, it was a lineup that had Freddie, DeLon, Lorenzo, and JV, four bench guys, and then he just rotated through one starter, whether it was Danny Green, whether it was Kawhi, whether it was Kyle, whether it was Pascal, and that was the thing to me that, really blew up this game and we're starting to see things from nick nurse that i think we got to give him a lot of credit for no definitely um you know he said he was going to try a, a plethora of lineups and he did that i yeah. mean at one point he had it was fred mm-hmm. delon yeah lorenzo lorenzo so that's three point guards <laughs> right three backup point guards <laughs> yes. on the court at the same time yeah with Danny Green, yeah. who I guess essentially I know it's, I know it's positionless yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. now, but he's your <laughs> he's your four yeah. and JV JV like <laughs> who would ever have thought you would have ever have that lineup on the floor? Yeah, right. And the game I couldn't even minutes. think of a scenario where you would have where yeah. you would think that's the lineup I'm going to go. But he's again he's trying it. Mm-hmm. He has everybody confidence because they were in the game and it wasn't like it was a blowout game. We just just try something. Yeah, it was. They were in the heat of it, yeah. And that's the lineup he went with, right? And you know they didn't. They kept the game close, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which bought Kyle and Kawhi those extra <laughs> two, three minutes of rest for the for, for that end of the fourth. So you got to give him credit. I mean, to to back up your point here, not to cut you off, but to back up your point, someone here on Instagram brings up a good point to back you up here. Nurse also did a good job putting JV and Surge together at the right time. Yep. Right, because you were saying there was a point there late in the game where they had the matchups where they had two bigs in there. I think it was Mo Bamba and Vucevic, right? right. And the Raps were getting beat on the boards. Yep. And this was probably the second time this year that and I've Aaron, seen and Aaron Gordon and um, Aaron Jonathan Gordon, yeah. Isaac. So they, you know, they Aaron Gordon is the shortest one out. They were supersized, uh, right? Shortest yeah. big man out there, and he's six eight. Yeah, the Raptors they, didn't have other than JV didn't have anybody there. So. And I, I think it was the second time I've seen the so far. Again, someone. One of our regulars will will correct me here, but I'm pretty sure it was like the second time this season we've seen JV and Serge on the court at the same time. And the only other time was because of foul trouble right. against Boston. So again, making adjustments on the fly, being able to adjust. And I think that's an adjustment that's reactive, yeah. but for the most part, which is a thing that I know you used to get on Casey for, Nick Nurse was proactive in terms of, this is what we're gonna do. Exactly. You adjust. Exactly. Right? And, and, that, how, and how refreshing is that? I think see. that's what your coach has to do. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if things aren't working out and for some reason the game's not going right and, you know, whatever, the matchups aren't working in your favor, then, of course, you make adjustments yeah. and you react to that. Yeah. But I love seeing where you make the other team react to what you do. Yes, exactly. No, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And one thing, too, I give I give a lot of credit for because I like the looks of what Nick Nurse is doing because sometimes when the Raptors' offense is lacking energy, he'll put in the extra point guard for Kyle or for Fred in right. that instance to get them off the ball because those guys you rely on to score as well. And sometimes it's a little easier if they're off the ball. 
it gives someone else a chance to drive and kick because those guys can knock down shots, right? And there was a moment early on, and I don't mean to make this a Nick Nurse love fest because <laughs> maybe that's just what it turns into because this is kind of a grind out game. Right. But there was a moment there when Orlando took the lead and they were up two. Raps called timeout. They come out of a timeout. What happens? They drop a set play. Kyle Lowry set play three knocks that down. Those are the little things that, I mean, especially in a two-point game, exactly. that, like, wins you the game. That's your coach or whatever's going on in your huddle because they mentioned in the broadcast, we've seen different shots of it. Kyle Lowry seems to be taking charge yep. in a lot of Raps timeouts as well. But those little plays mean everything in these instances where it's a one-point game, it's a two-point game. And I'm, I apologize because this is becoming a blur, which games are which. And uh, my brain is kind of moving slow today, as I mentioned, I'm under the weather. But there was a moment where uh, last game where Kyle Lowry, was it last game or the Boston game? Where Kyle Lowry was basically, oh, it was a Boston game. Where Kyle Lowry's the one diagramming the play and drawing it up really late in the game. And you see that, and it's one of those things where you got to look at it as he is still finding ways to lead this team, even though his numbers aren't what they were to start the season. Right. He's still doing the other Kyle Lowry things, but I also wonder if, do you think he's trying to to empower or give more of the playmaking to Danny Green and Kawhi? Like he's trying to force feed them into it more so that they find a level of comfort? Yeah. I think you mentioned this during the game where, where it, you know, it might just have been a bad game, but Kawhi just doesn't seem like he's in the flow. Tonight he didn't of have everything it. I don't going think he had on it tonight, yeah. Where he where you know where he needs to be on the court at certain times. Yeah. I mean it's Kawhi. <laughs> you're not gonna you know, you're not gonna really notice it on but there he's you know, still gonna get busy regardless. When you're watching yeah. basketball and you take really take in the little things, yeah. you notice when certain plays are called and when the, when there's a guy who's kinda off to the side and not in the motion. Mm-hmm. That means he doesn't know the play, usually. Right? Yes, yes. There were plays, you're totally right, and thank you for reminding me of that, because I called it out while it was happening. You could see where, and, you know, hey, when we make it, when we make it to the big time and we have B-roll to run plays and stuff, yeah. but there was a, a, a moment where they had the ball at the top of the key, and JV was kind of trying to point to Kawhi where to go, right. and you could just tell like he didn't like he didn't know the play. Yeah. And again, that's not a knock, and it's something he's been upfront about. He mentioned in one of the recent post games, right? Like he's still trying to figure out all the plays, and they're still trying to figure out how to play with him. So this is still a learning process that you know I feel like a lot of people we gotta remind ourselves mm-hmm. as we watch these Raptor games and like you know, a lot of fans will live and die by the result of every game, right? right? But you got to remind that this is a process, right? They're still figuring this out. And for you to win a game where, okay, Kyle Lowry goes three for nine, he only had nine points in this game. Kawhi was eight of 16, but only had 18 points. 18 points on 16 shots. I would crush DeMar for that, Mm -hmm. right? Do you know what I mean? Like, I know he shot 50%, but 18 points on 16 shots is not not anything to, to... right home about right so you think those are your two best players that's where the numbers go uh right you grind out a victory like that you take that if you're the raptors and the other key part to this minutes Kawhi only played 30 minutes tonight kyle only played 32 minutes tonight that's big on the front end of the back-to-back where those guys were upwards of 40. so a lot of pluses to take away from this game and you know no matter which way you go (laughs) 
<laughs> the other thing I kept bringing up a lot was Terrence Ross. <laughs> Yo, he was taking some of the most ridiculous shots. He was two of 10 in this game for four points. I'm not going to get into it because as much as I love the TMZ stuff, I'm not going to bring that up and like talk about <laughs> it, but I'll just advise you to go look at, at BSO on that Twitter and just read that. If you're into that sort of thing, it's kind of funny, but anyways, Terrence Ross, like every time he's just taking like MJ, like fadeaway threes in the fourth quarter. And you're just like, bro, chill out. Like, what yeah, are you doing? Especially, <laughs> you know, especially at a time where like, is a crunch a- time. Yeah. Aaron Gordon was winning his matchups. Yeah. Fournier was, was, was hot at a, had a point. And yeah. then T Ross comes in and just brick after brick after, after brick. And it was just, thank you. Yo, Fournier had 27 points in this game. Like yeah. Fournier was balling. He, he played nice in this game. And you're right. They kind of took turns between him and Gord. And then every once in a while, T-Ross would just shoot this, like, terrible three. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? It was just odd. And you think back to the trade, right? Because obviously these teams are going to be linked because it was, what, T-Ross and the number one pick yeah. for Surge? Was that it? Or was there something else involved in that deal as well? But, I mean, either way especially with how Serge is playing now. I mean, are we biased by that? But I guess T-Ross never really played that good in Orlando ever. So (laughs) (laughs) you think back to that deal and I wonder, it's so weird to think of these Raptors teams, man, because I keep thinking of the, the T-Ross, Damar, like Jose called the wrong. It's it's just so weird to watch a team like this where you yeah, have Johnson. they just have grown ups, yeah. right? They're, they have multiple grown ups on the team that also contribute because they might have had in and and I, and what I mean by that is during this Raptors run of you know whatever it's been the last five years is it yeah. five years six years five years something like that yeah. whatever it's been of this era of the Raptors the Lowry DeRozan era they never really had vets that contributed they might have had a chuck hayes at the end of the bench or something like that yeah. but they never had like do you know what i mean and to have a grown-up and, and that's I what mean, i call danny green and, and Kawhi. exactly and other than you know kyle and damar like, yes uh, everything else. was on them yeah everything was on them right like if kyle and damar weren't scoring that last second shot they were losing for sure right. whereas to go the balls to go to danny green the balls to like even drop that play the balls yeah. for kyle lowry to be like yeah yeah we'll pass it to danny green Kawhi leonard to be the man and and be like totally fine with you know, like it's just it's good to see it's fun to see yeah. a grown-up team like the toronto raptors win games that they probably shouldn't win i don't know it's it's a weird thing right now but i think and i'm the one that says we shouldn't be playing results Mm-hmm. right like right. it's a process but i'm just impressed with how they're able to get through these games right and and i think that's and i think that's kind of what the regular season is right it's it's you you're going to have games like this mm-hmm. where you know things ain't going right or where you know you're up big and a team's going to make a run and like this is all like the whole season to me is all about playoffs yeah right definitely definitely whether you're the first seed, win 60 games, second seed, third seed, doesn't really matter. As long as things are right come April. Exactly. And, and to see, again, to see that you can put a Lorenzo Brown in mm-hmm. and give him small minutes, right? But, but, enough, it's not, yeah. but it doesn't hurt the team, exactly. right? It's big. 
to to try these different combinations to see what works. That's all. Like the regular season right now is an experiment for Nick Nurse to see what's going to work for me going forward. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Win, lose, draw doesn't matter. Obviously, the Raptors are a playoff team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If not the best team in the East. I mean, Jimmy right? Butler's been looking pretty good so far. <laughs> That's for another Can't wait for that game. Yeah. That's for another podcast. That's so. for another show. <laughs> but um, yeah. So so to be able to, uh, like you said, the Raptors of old probably lose this game. Mm-hmm. To see that they could fight through this game with different lineups, different people contributing, shows the growth of the yeah. team. Yeah. And again, much more like this had all the feels of that Detroit game, right? Up big, probably on cruise control. The other team starts playing, starts making a comeback. And then the Raptors tried to flick on the switch again at the end and they couldn't do it. Right. They right. end up losing at the buzzer. Fortune switch. Right. And I keep saying the I thing is that, about that was, the, that was just the rap gods. I mean, the, the, sorry, basketball, the basketball gods, gods giving Casey, <laughs> giving Casey the, you know. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'm not. Mad That's at all that. that was. But I keep saying, right, more so than the wins and losses, as you said, right. It's a process in watching how things go down because, you know, as much as Kawhi played bad here, I'm still banking off the fact that yo, that game in Boston, in Boston, hostile crowd, he did work, right, and that's what I want to see because, as you said, come playoff time. No excuses. It's just yeah. work, right? Like yeah, you need it. to cook every single night and that's just all it is. So until then, as you said, fill out who can play, find out who your guys are, who are your guys off the bench? How can we use these guys? How did these guys all play together? One of the other interesting things, the Raptors had a lot of turnovers and there were a lot of weird plays where uh, guys were driving and just throwing it to the corner, but there's no one there. Because the, the guy vacated the corner. Yes, but right. they're supposed to be in the corner. Like, that's right. how their offense is structured, right? Exactly. Remember going back to all the Nick Nurse talk about uh, how they trained and how they practice and, you know, how they would play in terms of, I think, corner threes are worth four points or something like that, right? right. In the little games, that the, the scrimmages they would have in practice. It was like uh, long twos or shots that aren't in the key or aren't a three-pointer right. are basically worth negative points. And the goal is to have you shoot layups, dunks, or three-pointers, but corner threes are worth more. So you could see people driving and passing it to that corner, but there's no one there. Yeah, yeah. So you can see the offense is still kind of trying to find its way. And you're gonna, and again, you're gonna have that when you're playing, when you're playing five-man sets, yes. different lineups. Yeah. Trying to see who kind of mo- meshes together. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have those. Yeah. But to be able, I think it's a luxury to be able to experiment with these things, and still come out with a W. Exactly. Exactly. No, totally agree. Again, uh, for those joining us, Toronto Raptors are winners as not Kawhi Leonard, not Kyle Lowry hit the shot at the buzzer, but Danny Green with the game winner, a set play out of a timeout. Danny Green for the game winning shot. The, the throw in Danny Green. The throw, the throw in, in, in the trade. <laughs> Danny Green, yes. Uh, Raptors win 93-91 in Orlando on the front end of a back-to-back as they will now head to Atlanta. I don't know yet. Let's see if any uh, post-game sound is out to find out if nurses mentioned if Kawhi is going to play tomorrow night or not. But big win for the Toronto Raptors, I think. It was an ugly game, a grinded-out game. These are the games where, you know, it's kind of the ugly part of the regular season, right? Because it's like, okay... 
you're in Orlando. Like, this is, it's, yeah. it's easy to get up for the Boston games. Exactly. Right? But now you're talking about, you know, a back-to-back Orlando and Atlanta. They yeah. were at, like, Disneyland or Disney World, <laughs> whichever one's, yeah. whichever one's there, I don't know. I don't have kids. Which one's there? I don't know. Which one's Disney in Orlando? World. Magic City? I Disney don't know what world. it is. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those things where to watch the Raptors grind out that game in a game that they normally probably lose. Yep. <laughs> right. well, you got to think, right? Orlando, oh, Orlando's man. coming off some, some big wins. Mm-hmm. They got the number one, the current number one seed in the East. Yeah. Sh- showing up. They're ready. Right? Orlando. Orlando was what? Seven and two in their last night, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like they, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people, you just look at the team and you're thinking, oh, it's Orlando. This should be an easy win. It's like, no, 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 no. These guys were playing well. Like they started off slow, but they've yeah. been reeling off a pretty solid run they, as of I late. I mean, Orlando's a playoff team right now. They're nine, yeah. and, nine and eight. Yeah. So, I mean, this could be a potential first round matchup. Who yeah. knows, right? They just beat the Lakers. LeBron and the, like Orlando beat LeBron and the Lakers. Gave them the business. Like that game wasn't close. No, it was not. I think I just like sniffled like really terribly into the mic. <laughs> Apologies, people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you know, it's one of those things where they beat Philly last last week. Yeah, it's a solid team. Clifford is a good coach too, right? And that's the thing. They just need to figure out, you know, sub in a couple pieces here and there. Figure out like who's who. You know, like who really fits with who. Because I feel like they're like, I think I feel like they're like like uh, Boston or 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 Boston before, kind of before the, before the 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 Kevin Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen got there or Philly oh, okay. or Philly yeah, yeah, yeah. or Philly a couple pieces away or Philly before Embiid right where they just they're like a good trade away yeah yeah like they're just stockpiling assets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. Doesn't matter position they might have. They come into the season with three centers and yeah. and four power forwards. And correct me if I'm wrong. This is where the Raps assistant GM went, right? Weltman. Yes. Weltman's yeah. there now. Yeah. So I mean, at some point you figure he's gonna try to clean some things up because yeah. there's a lot of random draft picks that didn't really make sense. Yeah. There's and a lot had, of you had Vucci, like you had Vucevic and Biombo. And you still draft, and they still traded for Serge, right? Yeah, and you right, or, <laughs> or, or you still, still or you still, you still draft Mo Bamba. So now you got you go in, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, after the draft, and that was a high pick, mm-hmm. and you draft another like a third center after you already have, I yeah. believe it's thirty some odd million dollars wrapped up, <laughs> right? But then you yeah. move Biombo, like they're just making these small moves that make, no but they're sense. just that are just kind of it's a kind of uh, asset gathering mm-hmm. for for the time when it's you know. When it's time to make your trade to get Kawhi Leonard. Exactly. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Right? Oh, so good. This Raptors team, man. This Raptors team. It's about depth. Again, you know, people are starting to – I can see Raptors fans. I try to get ahead of what the Raptors fans, you know, tendencies will be because yeah. I, I see the the mob waiting to get at Kyle Lowry. It's like, yo, chill, man. Yeah. He's got to pace himself through this season. This is why the Toronto Raptors have to, like – this is why their bench matters. This is why Fred matters. This is why DeLon matters. Because you got to pace your way through Kyle Lowry during the regular season. Because he's not going to put up those crazy numbers for the entire season and then have enough in the tank for the playoffs. Of course. It's not a thing. So chill out, relax, enjoy the ride, take the positives where you can from what's going on with this Raptors team right now. Because See the big picture. Yes. See the big pictures. they got to win. They're in first place. I'm going to keep pointing out the fact that the Leafs and Raptors are in first place in their respective leagues yeah. because what? 
there's kids right now that were that are like little kids that just think like it's normal for the Raptors to be good. Exactly. And the Leafs. <laughs> right? This, this is, like, is the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> they, don't, meanwhile, they, they don't know the troubles we've seen. <laughs> meanwhile, they don't know about Bargnani. They, they don't know about no Jason idea. Blake. No, right? Like, know. what's going on? Oh, man. So good. Raptors continue to, to push. Another big win again. Raptors head to Atlanta for a big game Wednesday night, second night of a back-to-back. The expectation is, I mean, because he's rested every time since. I've been trying to kill time to see if someone has caught up and found out from Nick Nurse if, uh, uh, what's my name? What's his name? Kawhi. If Kawhi Leonard's going <laughs> to play. I'm like trying to type something into Twitter and talk at the same time, and it's not working. But uh, yeah, so. I don't expect to see him. I don't, and why? To me, it's the same thing with the, the uh, who'd they just beat? On Saturday, the Bulls. Bulls, yeah. Why play Kawhi Leonard? Like, that's a waste of time. Like, you're going to make Kawhi Leonard guard Vince Carter? I think you might be lucky to see Kyle. That's where I want to go. Because here's the thing. You need to start resting Kyle Lowry certain games, right? And maybe that's a trade-off. Maybe it's like, okay, Kawhi, you play this back-to-back. We're going to rest Kyle. Maybe that's what it is. Because I don't think you rest them both. Because that might be pushing it, right? Like, we're not on – we're not – we're not the Spurs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. We're not the Spurs. They're not that old. But yeah. you gotta start taking it easy on Kyle Lowry a little. And especially going back to your point, maybe that's why you're really pushing Lorenzo Brown, right? Because you know at some point you're gonna wanna rest Kyle Lowry on the second night of back to backs, and then Lorenzo Brown has to play. Right. So hey, Raptors fans, enjoy. First, I mean, we're entertained for an ugly game, for a grinded out game. You get a win at the end. Got to take that. Raptors win 93-91 to improve to 14-4. and Again, and sit atop the entire NBA. Yep. Uh, to wrap up the week, I think they're in. No, they're at home to Washington on Friday. Well, yep. So, I mean, Washington, what are they doing? Washington came back and won that game? Yeah. Wow. Washington was getting blowed out. I just checked the box score. Washington ended up winning 125-118 against the Clippers. But still, yeah. with all the turmoil going on there, who knows who's on that team by the time yeah, the that's, that's the rumor, them. right, is who knows exactly. Who <laughs> might be seeing a whole different team on, on Friday. But. Who knows? And either way, they could get the business to whoever's yeah, in those yeah, uniforms. The way the Raptors are playing right now. We but, also uh, got to make sure that we let's mention Vince for a minute. Okay. Because we got Vince Carter coming in tomorrow. Yes. Who is thirteen points shy of twenty five thousand points? Okay. Oh, so he's gonna do it against the Raptors. So is he gonna do it against the Raptors? Trash. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yo, speaking of that, because my my new wave that I want to emphasize now to. People who are basketball fans that I don't feel actually know basketball, but also to the young bucks Mm -hmm. that are growing up in this era where it's just all threes and Steph Curry's the best player ever. Listen, the stat that they threw out that Steve Clifford threw out about Kawhi Leonard, that Kawhi Leonard has more steals in his career than personal fouls. I was like, that's crazy. That is actually crazy. So I bring that up just to say, you know, we talk about Vince Carter, and yes, Vince Carter is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Vince okay. Carter is a great player. The Raptors are going to retire his jersey. Cool. But when we say there's levels to this shit, right, and there's a reason why one guy's a finals MVP, yeah. yes, he played on the Spurs, yes, all that stuff too, but there's two ends of the floor mm-hmm. in the game. So all this talk about Steph Curry this, Steph Curry that, and Draymond's a bum, it's like, listen, there's two sides of the court. Need to remind people that we tend to forget that in this age because you know 
taking charges or defensive rotations or rebounds don't make it to Instagram, right? Exactly. That's not that's not on Instagram. But two sides of the floor. When we talk about the effect that Kawhi Leonard has, yes, he didn't have a good shooting night, but he still did his solid thing on defense, played defense well, and that's why we got him. Yep. This is why he's here. Thank you for being here with me, Q, and putting up with my coughing into the mic. My, like, I don't know. I think I, like, snorted into the mic at one point. <laughs> I hope I don't get you sick. But it's a long season, brother. It's a long season. It's a long season, right? And we will make it through. Thank you for joining me here. All the people on Instagram. I see people here. I got to say shout out to some people here because I see some people saying hi. Ange. Oh, wow. Ange, I haven't seen you forever. How are you doing? Uh, Pat, miss, I see you. She misses your face. Say, tell Sawyer I said what's up, too. I haven't seen Sawyer forever. Uh, someone named, I can't read that name out loud, right? I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to let that one go. Yeah. But what's up, Instagram? I see you. Thanks for joining us and asking questions. All the people that are on uh, Twitter as well, thanks. That's where the live stream is. That's where you don't have to just look at my ugly face. You can also see whoever I'm with. And today it was Q. Q, thanks for joining me, man. Where can the people catch up with you on socials and find some dope toques because it is wintertime. It is, and it's cold, and it's going to get colder. Um, so, yeah, we got Tukes coming. They are coming slowly, but they're coming. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out at ddscaps.com and at ddscaps on all social media platforms. Our personal one is uh, at simply just Q. That's simply underscore just underscore Q. Got it out this time. It's a little complicated. <laughs> Maybe, might, have to, might, might have to change that. But, yeah, but, yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's like that's... DDSQ or Q at DDS or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, people, find find DDSCaps.com. DDSCaps.com. Get familiar, kids. Get familiar. DDSCaps.com. And thanks again for coming through, Q. Really appreciate it. And as always, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Uh, you can find this podcast live after each and every Raptor game. Come join us on the feed on Twitter at Shell Alexander. Join the chat group. Ask questions. We love to interact with the fans as we go along talking Raptors basketball, especially after cool wins like this where Danny Green's hitting game winners. So appreciate that. Also on Instagram, it's just another platform to get questions, interact with people as they watch. And of course, if you're not listening to this live, you flip it, it becomes a podcast for your morning commute the next day at work you can find the podcast at no what's a podcast on blast podcast wow (laughs) i need to end this soon right i'm really that sick on blast podcast on itunes on soundcloud on google play and on youtube shout out to the people on youtube the youtube community is holding us down thank you for that we appreciate it and to all the people watching at work on youtube still not stitching on you but i appreciate it Until next time, my name is Sean Alexander, and as a wise man once said, I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, well, next time's tomorrow, so I'll probably still be sick, but see ya.